0: Hello and welcome once again to another edition of the Brattlecast: stories about books, old, rare, and out of print, magazines too, as you'll hear. The people who buy, sell, appraise, and collect them, and it's never dull. It's always fun with Ken Gloss, the proprietor of the Brattle Bookshop. I'm Jordan Rich, and uh, I say magazines. It's not the first time we've talked about magazines, but you brought my favorite all-time magazine <laughs> with you.
1: Well, well, I actually, we've probably done one on even Life Magazines. But one of the things that we've been noticing is uh, we got—well, first of all, we went out to one of the suburbs of Boston, bought two truckloads of books, but then a half-truckload of old Life Magazines. And back before the internet, we used to have a whole wall of just more famous covers of Life Magazine hanging in the wall. People would stop, stare at that wall— You'd have Lauren Bacall, you'd have Jackie Robinson, you'd have uh, Churchill and many, many others, and people would just stare at them. And we used to get lots of calls, and they would sell for birthday presents. Uh, You know, if you you were in the years from 36 to 72, I think it was when Mm. they ended, they made wonderful birthday, anniversary Mm -hmm. presents. And then the internet came along, and our sales dropped way off. I think partly because it was so easy to get them. Right. But now, what we found is with this last batch, we started putting them out on our $5 pile. And the people who are in their teens, 20s, early 30s absolutely love them. That's great. I mean, it, you know, we put out a big stack. A couple of days later, it's down to a couple of magazines. We put them out again. And we've been doing this.
0: Everything old is new again in some respects. They're buying albums. Why wouldn't they want to check out magazines from the past? But the covers on Life magazine, that's what drew people to them in the original days. And it's still drawing them today. Oh,
1: it's still drawing. And I still love them uh, for that too. But um, what also is drawing... I'm going to
0: just take take a peek at the Churchill cover. Everybody knows this
1: one. Well, what's drawing people too is like, well, we have one of our employees who uh, picks off the ones that aren't in good condition and uses it for collaging. In other other words, that employee does not take the ones that are in good shape. But over the years, some have worn out. They were in a garage. And so collaging, but the ads. And Life magazine gives a full life and picture of what the United States was like at the time, or at least what you wanted to picture the life Of the United States, and and, and
0: what's true too, my friend, is that this is a big, big magazine. I don't know the dimensions, but I mean every page is full and (laughs) loaded with bright photographs, either black and white or color. And uh, unlike today, where everything's on a tiny screen, this is really magnanimous.
1: Right, and and the other thing that you realize about it is um, life would probably love to hear this: is many people find the ads as interesting or more interesting than the articles. And, of course, when you're selling a magazine, the articles are really there in almost any magazine to draw your attention to the advertising.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Here's an ad for a movie with Greer, Garson, and Gregory Peck, MGM, The Valley of Decision, 1945. <laughs> well, I love it. I love this.
1: And they also had color coming into a lot of it. But what we tend to find is... For magazines that maybe we were growing up with and, uh, and you know, so you look at them and you go, well, yeah, we knew these. We grew up with them. They're not that old. Well, Ma- Life Magazine ended in the 70s. I mean, they came out with monthlies a little after that. But that's over 50 years ago. So if you're 20, 19, 25, 30 years old, these are really old, vintage things. Now, maybe that's a little hard to say in a way because that might make us old, vintage and so on to a degree. But you absolutely love seeing them, and we see this interest. And, and I just wanted to sort of bring these in to look at them. I mean, when you look, here's a, a cover with Mick Jagger in 1972 – I mean, he's still going.
0: He's 80-plus. He's
1: 80-plus, but he's still out there. <laughs> and, and then it also uh, brings back the memories for people who lived through this. Uh, my wife went to a—Joyce uh, went to a concert at Boston Garden once with uh, the Rolling Stones. And it was a famous Boston Garden concert because um, the Rolling Stones got arrested in Providence— uh, Mick Jagger or one of the Stones punched a photographer.
0: Oh, I remember that story. And, and yeah. he got,
1: he got, they got arrested. Well, they had Boston Garden absolutely full of people, and Mayor at the time Kevin White called the mayor of Providence, said, "You've got to get those guys up here, or we're going to have a riot." Now, my wife said that the actual, the nice part about it, the the um, lead act on it was. Quote, Little Stevie Wonder. So, <laughs> so he had to play for three
0: hours. Didn't he do that? Right, three hours. Yeah, he had yeah. to do a three-hour concert. That's amazing.
1: And they, but life sort of uh, goes back and brings that. I've got one here of Woodstock. Uh, and now they had some special issues that didn't come out in the weekly just for newsstands. And it brings me back memories of going to uh, But By Woodstock. the way,
0: Ken, I would just caught a glimpse of the price in the Woodstock edition of $1.25 and the price in May of 1945, 10, cents. $0.10. Well... But that's different time.
1: It's also a different time. And, again, you have to remember, they weren't... I mean, the cover price, yes, they wanted people to buy it. They wanted them to put some effort into getting it. They were, their, they were making their money on the ads. Absolutely. And so they had a uh, have a price where you'd get... A lot in there, but I just see people now just thumbing through it like you're doing right across from I'm
0: me. I'm loving this. Of course, I'm a World War II fanatic, and uh, there's a whole section in this particular issue. Of course, it's May of '45 of the German surrender, the photographs that I've—you don't see these photographs around that, much anymore. You'd have to go searching on the web, but it's fabulous stuff.
1: Well, you don't see them, but they really— like I say, what really hit me was when we put these out in our stands now, it's not the people who grew up with these that are buying them in large numbers. It's the people who are trying to look and see what the world was like well before they were born. or what It's sort of the nostalgia phase, but not their nostalgia. It's the nostalgia of what the country was supposed to be.
0: When old coots like me get really frustrated when Gen Xers or Gen Zs don't seem to know anything about history beyond when they were born, I would say just sit them down with a bunch of life magazines from various decades. They'd learn more in an afternoon.
1: Well, you look at that, and another thing that I've pointed out to a lot of people, when you look at this type of old photograph, obviously there's a picture, well, on Churchill on the cover But sometimes there are uh, pictures of, let's say, we have the Golden Gate Bridge when it was built. Well, not only do you see the bridge, but you see the cars and you see how those are different. Sometimes it's what's in the background of the picture that wasn't even intended uh, that were there. Now, another thing that it it brings to mind, I know I brought this. This is two back cover ads for— Lucky strike cigarettes, which right. you know, again, you might not look so much. But if you look at the packages, uh there's yes. two big differences between the packages. One is uh what's the date? Nineteen thirties, and, and this the other is 45. one is forty five. Well, one of the things that people might not realize is first of all it's telling you how wonderful smoking is, which is a whole other right, thing. Right. Lucky Strike, the American tobacco company, hated the green package. They had been selling them, but they absolutely wanted to get rid of the green package. They tried to – and they did successfully change the – because women felt the green package clashed with their fashion. And oh, weren't, wow. Weren't they even got to the point where they changed the world fashion to green in one year mm. to try to sell them. And they were still unhappy with the package. But what color do you think during World War II uh, that was there huge demand for the dyes?
0: Fatigues, green.
1: The green. So Lucky Strike waged this huge campaign, Green Goes to War. And they'd made it a hugely patriotic thing that the green in the green package, they were giving it up for a patriotic privilege – it went to the white with the red, and in that's the middle. what
0: we all know. Lucky Strikes, even to this day, if they're still around, I think they are.
1: Right, but the, it wasn't yeah. a patriotic thing. They were wow. trying. There was an excuse to get rid of the green.
0: Interesting too about uh, these ads and the spokespeople back in the 30s and 40s, mostly Hollywood stars, many of them.
1: Hollywood stars and the health benefits of smoking <laughs> and how it helped your throat. But that's another great thing about. The magazines like this, first of all, you could then talk about the benefits or the not benefits and how smoking has changed. But a lot of times you look in the background of these pictures and sometimes that tells you more about the world, what people were wearing, what their Mm. fashions were. Uh, One special issue I have here, this was from the 1950s called The American Woman. And the cover picture is the Working Mother or Working Mother. Wow. Which was a big deal then. It was something new. Yeah. And, and
0: Very interesting. This is from 19— 19... I mean, This
1: is the 56, I think.
0: And the ad—I'm sorry, the, the, the cover photograph looks like it was shot yesterday. It looks like it was shot— It's full color, a mom and a little girl, uh, head, forehead to forehead, smiling at each other. It's brilliantly shot, and it looks very modern, and yet it was 60 years ago, Well, years ago. And,
1: and also, too, this was with saying working mother. It was this new thing that mothers were working. They were full-time. Whereas if you shot that now, yeah. it would be you so, don't have so any
0: time. trends are in play. And, and people forget Life magazine was really a news magazine, news and culture, wasn't it?
1: News – well, it was supposed to be showing you the life of the time. Yeah. It wasn't as much news as Time Magazine, which was the same Same company, company. but it was more the life and the culture. And you see the ads for uh, some of the stores and what they were selling. Uh, The the background in it, what was important, the car ads – uh,
0: well, there's the '57 DeSoto, the perfect car for a, for a woman. <laughs> Advertising hasn't changed; they market to the demographics, no question right, about that. Right,
1: and even when you see the ski scenes in one of these, uh, even what you wear out on the mountain has yes, changed, or playing golf, uh, playing or golf. So it it really has caught on, though. With what what's the, your the, supply? Well, right now it it always varies because. Ideally, we'd have none because we would have gotten everything in and we would have sold them. Right, right now, we probably have about 1,000 of them. Oh, my god. So uh, supply at the moment and probably by the time this airs and probably after that, uh, unless one person comes in and says, I've got to buy huge amounts. But part, we see how much people like it, that we would rather have two-cell, three-cell, 5 cell. And and keep drawing in Well, now that I know you're putting them
0: out, I'm I'm going to stop by just for these.
1: Well, what we would probably do for you, we'd even let you go down the basement and look through the big piles. Oh, a
0: special tour.
1: But that would also be a physical workout because you don't know how
0: heavy (laughs) Life magazines are. Well, I know how heavy uh, the lifting is in your business. We've talked about it many times. Oh, it's a fascinating trend and a very positive trend, I might add. And uh, if, if you're thinking about the magazines of your past, there's one man to think about, and that's Ken Gloss, and there's one place to think about, and that's the Brattle Bookshop, brattlebookshop.com. And,
1: and like I say, it's even not our past, the people buying, it's the country's past that fascinates them.
0: I'm happy to hear that. And we're happy to be here with the Brattlecast, coming to you regularly. Thank you for listening. Ken, we'll catch you next time.
1: Thank you. I'd love it and hopefully we'll keep getting them in for you to look at whenever you want to come in.